total silence, except for a singular voice, the voice of a small girl. Papa, what have you done? Calliope, he called to his young daughter. She's dead. You murdered her. How could you? Small fists hammered at his armor. He was clad in full battle gear, and Calliope attacked with the full fury of a frightened, angered child. He swung the sword. His muscles bunched as he tried to stay the blow. He could not. The pommel struck his daughter in the temple, knocking her down. I did not mean this. Kratos stepped forward, greaves clanking and his body armor grating. The reflection from his sword, the blades of chaos attached to the bone of his forearms with cruel chain links, filled his vision and then blinded him. Rage exploded when he heard a mocking voice. Ares! He shrieked and sought to kill the god with the very blades he had been given to do Ares' bidding. The swords, one in each hand, slashed out. But it was Calliope and not Ares who died. The little girl perished in a welter of blood and sobs damning him, crying out for her mother, now dead also by his hand and the rage and loss exploded within his brain, so that he spun about and saw a dark figure. Ares, you forced me to kill my own wife and daughter. I will kill you. But it was not Ares he faced, but a nebulous, black, misty thing. Fight me! Fight me, you craven! Kratos dismissed the blades of chaos and clutched the blades of Athena, more powerful than any mortal could ever wield. But he was not a mortal now. He had destroyed Ares and was now the god of war. I didn't know I was killing them. I loved them. Lysandra, come back to me. I didn't mean to slay you, Kratos said seeking to stop the nocturnal torment the only way he knew. But he swung his blades at emptiness. He again stood on a barren plain that stretched flat in all directions. The more he tried to fight, the heavier the swords became. And when his muscles no longer responded, he sank to his knees and bowed his head. Kratos wept, and in the distance... He heard soft whispers of concern. He cries in his sleep. How is this possible? He is god of war. He sheds no tears for those he has slain in battle. Perhaps he... Kratos came awake with a start. It took him long seconds to realize he clutched a lovely woman by the throat. Her slender fingers trying to free herself were no match for his powerful grip. Without realizing he was doing so, he had started to crush the life from her body. Please, Lord Kratos, do not kill her, came the impassioned plea from the other side of his large bed. She seeks only to serve you, not offend. Kratos released the death grip. The woman he had almost killed fell across his bare legs as she gasped for breath. He sat up and stared at her twitching body. She wore a thin garment of pale green silk that revealed her voluptuous curves. Struggling, she rolled off his legs, clutching her throat. 
The fiery red marks stood out in bold relief where his fingers had crushed into alabaster skin. Despite the nearness of death, the woman showed no fear of meeting Hades. Kratos read something different there, another emotion that infuriated him. Let her be afraid. He was god of war. His enemies cowered before him. But she showed pity for him. For him, the ghost of Sparta. The dreams again, my lord. They still torture you. How may I ease your burden? She moved to push away the sheets covering his midsection. Her hot breath touched his belly and lower. Then there were two. The other concubine, the one who had begged for him to release the death grip, sought to give him pleasure also. Away, he roared. Get away from me.